0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: Welcome in. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for calling the show. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for participating in the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. So, we start our day off typically looking at business headlines. It's typically uh, kind of an important one on the first Friday of the month, but today is not the first Friday of the month. In what feels like a summary of the last 18 months, smiling Harvey Weinstein leaves police station in handcuffs after being charged with four sex offenses. I don't know much, but... If I'm ever charged for sex offenses, I'm not leaving the police station smiling. PayPal is making two small tweaks that will transform it into a force to be reckoned with. This one's interesting to me. Electronic payments, very interesting. And uh, it's a disruptor. I've seen mutual funds now go where you can get them for three or four basis points to get your S&P 500 coverage, where you used to have to pay 120 basis points, and it has come all the way down to two. PayPal is expanding its partnership with Google, which should boost its competitive position, maybe even put them in a position to be acquired by Google. The company has long struggled with making money off of Venmo. They've revealed its monetization efforts are starting to work. So PayPal's racing ahead to try to gain a competitive advantage, and they make two big announcements. A relationship with Google, and that Venmo is starting to pay off. Now, Venmo kind of creeps me out because if you send money to someone on Venmo, unless you hit every disclaimer, "Get me out of this," "Get me out of this," "Get me out of this," you can see like who your friends are sending money to, and sometimes how much depends on again how much people are saying, uh, "Get me out of here," "Get me out of here," "Get me out of here," and I find that all to be. Of concern, not dramatic. Like I'm not, I'm not a privacy nut, but something I don't, I'm i not crazy about. Um, I don't know, just in this day and age. So 1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. We can talk about stock markets. We can talk about um, halfway through the year. How do you feel? I feel good. There's a story out there, speaking of that whole PayPal and privacy issue, Amazon Echo is secretly recording a family's conversation and sent it to a random contact. Now, this is going to happen. There are going to be bumps in the 21st century internet superhighway. We have introduced these digital assistants to our lives. Hey, Siri, play. Hey, okay, Google, turn on the lights. Hey, Siri, send an email. All of that has created a situation, which my phone's going crazy just by saying it out loud right now. It creates a situation where, yeah, you could actually tape yourself and send it to a friend accidentally or a contact. Good thing he wasn't talking to his wife about you know, how much he hates his boss and then he gets sent to the boss, right? A family in Portland says their Echo device recorded their conversation and sent it to a random person on their contact list. Amazon has confirmed the incident and blamed it on Alexa misinterpreting background conversation as commands to send a message to the contact. The incident raises privacy concerns big time. And again, it, it shows you that the, the road to the 21st century internet superhighway is going to be bumpy, in my opinion. And uh, there's going to be things that you don't like. That's one that doesn't really freak me out. I, I guess it's worthy of note, though, right? Especially if you do a lot of trash talking in your life. Herbalife shares are plunging after Carl Icahn said he's lowering a stake in the company. Herbalife is one of the companies that Kind of recruits you and asks you to sign a a fee. I know people have done this. They ask you to sign a fee. Then you have to go get friends, and you get a cut of their fee, but you also get a cut of their sales. It looks and smells like a pyramid scheme. It's not, so says attorney generals, but it looks and smells. And then there's these clubs where you can meet. I don't know. But Herbalife is falling big time after Carl Icahn is pulled out. And uh, Carl Icahn is just cutting his shares. You shouldn't read into that. You could read into it, but I don't think you you definitively do. Fortnite is one of the biggest stories of the year 2018. It's a massively popular game that is generating hundreds of millions of dollars each month in revenue. But unlike other games like Call of Duty, it's free. Call of Duty, you got to pay 60, 70 bucks. And I remember when Call of Duty crossed that billion-dollar line of, of revenue People are freaking out because movies don't pull in three and a half billion dollars. Titanic, worldwide, greatest movie of all time, Celine Dion, nudity, death, destruction, icebergs, and Fortnite's going to pull in three times as much. I find that of note. I find that of big time of note. So Fortnite, massively popular. It all comes down to in-game purchases made by gamers. If you see kids doing the floss, they probably learned it in Fortnite. You can go to YouTube and learn dances from Fortnite. You know how you get to unlock these dances, play a lot of the game, or pay a couple bucks. Now, some people hem and haw at 60 bucks for a video game. But all in all, when you play it for 10 to 20 hours, you go, okay, I get it. It was 2 to $3 an hour. Or if you play it for 100 hours, it's like, "Woo, it pays off, right? So, Fortnite generated nearly $296 million in April. So, it's not hard to figure out that it's starting to gain some momentum. And you, let's just round up $296 million to $300 million, right? And then say, let's say this phenomenon lasts a year. Pokemon Go still has a lot of players. Fortnite has the possibility of generating $3.5 billion in revenue annually. Epic Games recently announced that it's jumping into the eSports scene. So Epic getting into Fortnite, getting into microtransactions, like it all boils down to this is pulling in some damn serious money. And I would refer to it as virtual money, V-Bucks. I would name it Vux, but I might get in trouble if I slurred that word one day. V-U-C-K?
0: Behavioral.
1: Virtual dollars? Come on, ladies and gentlemen. You like it. You know it sounds risque. It's not, but it sounds it. So, Fortnite in the news today. And again, $3.5 billion. And if you go look at our budget, our economy, that's some big dollars. And I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure that out, right? Maybe a, a planetary scientist, but not a rocket scientist. Apple self driving partnership is the next phase of Apple as a service. Apple has adjusted its self driving dreams recently and made a partnership with Volkswagen. So, how could that become a service? Well, Apple's providing software for the automaker, Volkswagen. Apple has adjusted self-driving dreams where it doesn't want to manufacture cars that last for 10 years. It wants to manufacture software. And then you would have the option of turning it on in your car. Apple would get a big piece of the action. Volkswagen would get a piece of the action. So, getting your experience through third-party hardware is a strategy that Apple rarely employs because they wouldn't be able to say, Volkswagen, use a high-definition touchscreen. But maybe they would be able to say that, but probably not. So you're talking about pushing revenue forward. We'll talk about this and more. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show.
0: Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay
1: Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz night replay at seven. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I do massively and wildly appreciate it. I would say give yourself a hand in acknowledging you do care about your retirement or you do care about saving or you do care about the next downturn. You do care about making your money go a little bit further. Congratulations to you and you and you. Apple software and service segment where we last left off. Dean Munster's starting to talk about how Apple and Volkswagen made a relationship to kind of introduce to Volkswagen an Apple-like experience. And this is going to be something that you pay for. Do you know how you get serious satellite radio in your car? Why not get Apple Music in your car? Eh? But Apple doesn't just want to give away the software for free. Unless their services like Maps or... Music or video that you can play for the kids in the backseat is included in some sort of transactional action. Morgan Stanley said the market is undervaluing Apple's services business, predicting the company's service business will represent 67% of Apple's sales growth in the next five years. Autonomy. I like the idea of autonomy already, right? It's one component of an optionality that is currently not reflected in Apple's share price along with augmented reality, original content, and health. Yeah, we keep forgetting that Apple could be a health company, too, and Apple could be a car company, and the fact that I pay 20 bucks a month or whatever I pay for Sears Satellite Radio is ridiculous, or as the donkeys like to say, redonkeyless, or as the monkeys like to say, remonkeyless. Apples providing software for Volkswagen, 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 f- do you remember that awful campaign? It's what makes a car a Volkswagen. They made up a word, and then they lied to us. They told us their diesel wasn't dirty, and it was dirty diesel. Dirty diesels, done dirt cheap. Dirty diesels, and they're done dirt cheap. So Volkswagen has to do something. El Trumpo, says the dialogue with North Korea is reopened. Are you kidding me? Seriously? This week on Monday, we're like, woo! He's going to win a Nobel Peace Prize. He's made talks with North Korea. They're blowing up their nuclear testing sites. Woo! No more nuclear warheads coming to the United States. And woo, the market goes higher. We don't care when nuclear warhead goes to Japan. But when it can kind of almost hit L.A. or uh, San Francisco, we're like, nope, let's make a deal. And then that deal fell through one day later. A because mess. It's a mess. Because it, it trumps El Trumpo, his cabinet, though has said to him, you can't talk with a dictator who kills people. You don't just meet with them. It's like, you don't negotiate with terrorists. Wait, wait, you already made a deal with terrorists? So he backed off of it. And now today he's backing forward on it. (laughs) He is the church of what's working now, is he not? Oil prices are tanking today as Russia and Saudi Arabia rethink output caps. Okay. This is going to be a year where more people drive for Memorial Day. Let's go camping, honey, and rekindle our marriage in the woods. Oil prices dropped by about $2 a barrel on Friday, falling further from recent three-and-a-half-year highs and putting the futures on pace for a weekly loss. Russian energy minister Alexander Novak said a group of producer nations could soon begin easing production limits aimed at balancing the market. Now, okay, El Trumpo easing closer to working with North Korea maybe a positive. Oil prices dropping, definitively a promise for U.S. consumer, a, a, a plus for U.S. consumers. So... It's interesting. Man, don't you sometimes wish you were born a Saudi prince where there's just tons of oil in your family? And you could have a gold Rolls Royce. Who doesn't want a gold Rolls Royce? Like, well, other than me. For some reason, something in my head tells me Saudi Arabia ends badly one day. Where the people without the oil kill the people with the oil. But I, I could just be, like, going back to my childhood and thinking about, like... 13th century, you know, uh, castles and stuff. Gold's back as geopolitical tensions around the world are rising. People are paying attention to gold. I say ignore it. I've said ignore gold for 20 years. And if you're with me or against me, ignore gold. Consumers, 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 consumers expect smaller gains in income than a year ago. So that's a negative. When you expect to make more money, you go out and spend it. When you expect to make less money, you hoard it. The May survey found that consumers anticipated smaller income gains than a month or a year ago. It's a University of Michigan's consumer sentiment. Now, here's kind of one of the problems with with surveys. Let's say you're working out at the and survey monkey comes up to you and goes, "Ooh ah," and you go, "Do I think the economy is going to be better or worse than it is in a year from now?" And you just start thinking about like some of your neighbors and you start thinking of other people, but for you you're fine. Oh my 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 Hawaii helicopter evacuation readied as new lava stream hits ocean. A oh third my lava my flow my. from Hawaii's erupting Kilauea volcano streamed into the ocean on Thursday as marine helicopters stood by to evacuate a big island community. Should molten rock or huge cracks block its final escape route. This is kind of getting interesting. At, at first, you're like, "Oh, volcano, Hawaii, I get it." It's like a little, it's like a little stream, like two inches long, right? And now you're starting to see these huge fissures. Now that's a good time to buy some real estate in in Hawaii when there's a big lava volcano crack coming towards your house. Time to sell, right? Time to buy to get a good deal. The oh, gods are not happy. The gods from Hawaii are eruptingly mad today as the goddess wind is coming back to the island. I hate it. (laughs) Owls. Kilauea, one of the world's most active volcanoes, entered the fourth week of what may be an unprecedented simultaneous eruption at its summit crater along a six-mile string of fissures. Now, I'll tell you what. Just the story of volcano death and destruction and marine helicopters evacuating people, I don't care. I don't want to go to Hawaii this year. I know you're saying it's a really small part. It's like less than 1% of the big island. I know, but I don't want to go because I don't want to be in a skyscraper. And then the lava hits the skyscraper. And then Steve McQueen and there's this towering inferno and it's going up slowly. And the the water, uh, the sprinklers don't work because it's a Trump hotel and Trump never put sprinklers in it and the lava destroys Hawaii. So see how the perception creates reality. You don't want to go. I feel bad. 50 homes have been destroyed. The, the people that need you to come and vacation, their their part of the world right now. Now, to keep in mind, when things are good, they gouge us. But when things are bad, they need us. So just throwing it out there. Maybe try not selling a $45 steak next time, and I'll be there during a lot of the eruptions. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Hello, all. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing and more. And thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing and more. We could talk. All sorts of content, and uh, I hope you do. I hope you're never ever shy about talking about oil prices. And is it a good thing? Or is it a bad thing? Again, keep in mind, like this world is a world of haves and have-nots, right? And the United States has got a pretty darn good economy. You're darn tootin', and some parts of the world aren't as advanced, and maybe for the better maybe the fact that we don't have wired landlines everywhere in africa and the middle east and parts of asia is a good thing but as they catch up quality of life should catch up too so suddenly droughts don't last as long suddenly you know there's diversified economies there's tourism opens up but oil prices for a lot of these countries it, you know kind of says you're going to live well or you're going to live poorly oil at 30 it's great for the us air, airplanes it's great for the trucking companies, it's great for the railroad industry, it's great for the manufacturing in the United States, but it's bad for the large parts of the world that count on oil prices going higher. On the other hand, when oil hits $120 a barrel, it's bad for the airlines, it's bad for the truckers, it's bad for the train companies. Somewhere around $80 a barrel, we start noticing. Somewhere around $100 and $120 a barrel, it starts becoming painful. So far, Americans are very, very slow to using pay apps. I'll tell you that it's something that was super annoying for me, was that every time Apple would come out with new software updates, it seemed to reset my credit cards that Apple Pay had. And I got to the point where I'm like, this is annoying. Americans who travel to China will find one thing that's terribly obvious is that in restaurants stores and markets, people take their phones out instead of their credit cards when it's time to pay. So, payments in Asia, and China particularly, very high on mobile transactions. In the United States, not so much. So, it's all about percentages and how we go and how we grow contactless mobile payment transactions. Um, it is a bit of a ecology. There's a great book out there. If, if you get a, a, a great book for your loved one who really likes... Um, Business, consider strongly getting – it's called The Death of Competition. It's by a guy named Moore, and uh, I like it a lot. So it went massively out of print, but every now and then it kind of comes back. But when it's out of print, it becomes really expensive because I think it's a lot of business majors' favorite books. Right now you can get it at Amazon called The Death of Competition by James Moore, Uh, and it teaches all about competition. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it because it teaches ecosystems. I love it. And Hawaii's got an ecosystem, for instance. And you keep hearing about do not bring snakes or mice onto the island because there are no snakes or rats. Did I say rice? I might have. But don't bring rats or snakes or caterpillars or anything that could destroy their ecosystem. Ecosystems are important. Apple is all about ecosystem. You think they're all about selling a number of phones, but then it just grows their ecosystem bigger. So, great book. The Death of Competition. It's by a guy named James F. Moore. You'll get it at Amazon right now, and I believe you can get a Kindle version, a paperback version, or a hardcover version. Uh, You can get it as cheap as $0.10 used, but then they seem to charge you like $9 to deliver it, right? Thanks, guy. Oh, you got me. You got me on the delivery fee. Thought I was getting a good deal. Fiat Chrysler has recalled 4.8 million vehicles citing cruise control issues. That's not good. A potential defect could leave the driver unable to cancel cruise control. That's not good. Drivers should not use cruise control until the vehicles have been inspected. That's not good. You know what's interesting about this? Oh, here it is. It's the Jeep, the Ram, the Chrysler, the Dodge, built between 2014 and 2018. That's a lot of cars. That's a lot of cars. I'm just going to walk sideways and go <laughs> keep an eye on the rearview mirror for Chrysler's, right? I can't stop. My cruise control's locked. I know you're saying that's your car accident victim voice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll be here all week just so you know because I'm that kind of beloved. So anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing in more. Um, big stories of note. Harvey Weinstein, smiling after he leaves the police station in handcuffs, being charged with four sex offenses. You know who can make a commercial right now? Not Hollywood, but Hollywood meets Southwest. You want a getaway fair Charlie? You want get getaway fair Harvey? Like, could you imagine being accused of everything he's accused of and being probably guilty of some of it or maybe all of it? I think you'd kind of want to get away, have one day of... Not being in headlines. Wall Street bankers who feast during recessions. See, there's a smell in the air and it's starting to feel like 2007. And 2007 was right before 2008. And let me tell you, as my friends from the cars, Rick Ocasek, once said, let the good times roll. But things are starting to – they've rolled on and on and on. We've had a good run. So people are starting to say, you know – How's this end? And we don't have tax cuts coming in 2019. They came in 2018. And in fact, later in 2020, 2022, 2025, you're going to start seeing these tax cuts being fought over and and, and clawed back. So there's some bad news. About, uh, bad, there's a bad news a coming. And if the Democrats take control, you can darn well expect an impeachment. And if you get an impeachment, you're going to get a Wall Street that's kind of freaked out. Because you'd be in jail. Something like that. Fifteen people were injured after two men set off a bomb in a restaurant in Canada. I am so hating headlines. So when the show ends today, I'm going to unplug and not look at any headlines for 72 hours. People injured. And you know what they were trying to do? Eat a meal. That's just, I, I, I don't know. Did the food get that bad of results on Yelp? Like, what's going on here? Can't people just eat? I mean, yeah, I, I I get the high schools. I get being a boy who asks a girl out, being spurned that she says no. I get like crazy. I get testosterone. I get you know just, but killing people in a restaurant? I don't know. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. There's an old interview footage now showing Morgan Freeman making creepy comments towards a female Entertainment Tonight reporter. You I love America. To be kidding me, Morgan Freeman, like he is the first black president of the United States, long before Barack Obama, right? If there wasn't a Morgan Freeman, would there have been a Barack Obama? Probably not, because we got used to seeing him as president of the United States. That's or not even funny. No, we saw him as God at one point in time. Remember? So he could play God. He can play the president. And now, CNN has published accusations by eight women who say Freeman has harassed them or otherwise behaved inappropriately. At one point in time in the interview with an entertainment tonight, reporter Morgan Freeman asked the reporter if she would fool around with older guys. <laughs> Talking about men, 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 men. We what are is the problem? matter with you. We are a problem. And maybe that, cha- that changes. Maybe I hope there's a guy named Total Biscuit. I know you're saying, do you think that's his Christian name? Do you think his mother named him Total Biscuit? Let's start with that, okay? Well, well, no, no, before you get negative, he's dead. He was diagnosed with bowel cancer in 2014, shortly before his 30th birthday. He's dead at 33. Man named Total Biscuit. He ran a YouTube channel with more than 2 million subscribers, calling himself a cynical Brett. And somehow he got the name Total Biscuit. So I may change my name to Hibiscus or something along those lines because I need a name change. Rob Black ain't getting it done. His wife, Gina, posted a tribute to him, and many fans online have done the same. Can you imagine dying at 33 because of bowel cancer? That's not a good one. A lot of pain. A lot of thoughts about leaving a wife at 33. That's a, that's pretty hurtful. That's too early. As a man who's over 40, it stinks. But anyway, you can check him out. Total Biscuit, Total Biscuit. The reason I bring that up is some small tumors in his liver. Got a small nodule in his lung, stage four. It's spread. Not a good thing. In this day and age, not a good thing. 10, 20, 30 years from now, much more treatable. We're not there yet. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube Rob Black Show. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about? I try to pride myself on that. I can't say that I always get it right. I can't say that I'm the best investor of all time. I'm good, but I'm no Warren Buffett. Look at cash flow. That helps with a large part of your portfolio, but not all of it. Look at value. Look at some growth. It depends on where you are in your life. But one thing I could tell you right now is when you retire, you're probably not going to remember who that fat little dictator was from North Korea. You're probably going to maybe even remember fondly the current president. Maybe that will happen. Maybe that won't happen. But we're already looking back at Reagan. When Reagan left office, a lot of people were pretty fried. But we are look back on him and we say, did a good job. Look at George W. Bush. We look back and we're like, okay, with it. Clinton, at the point in time, we're like, what's this Lewinsky? What? And it all kind of calms down. But in the moment, North Korea is reporting to meet with the U.S. at any time. President Trump canceled his meeting. So North uh, – not North Carolina's – North Korea's hostile tone is a little less hostile today. President Trump has reportedly considered taking a harder line with China now that the North Korea summit has fallen through. Commerce Secretary Ross is reportedly going to China June 2nd through 4th. This is not great stuff. But he's – they're going to lay the framework and something's going to get done. But Mexico has reportedly floated an offer to increase the percentage of cars' value that comes from higher-paid workers to 20%, but reportedly probably won't be satisfactory with the U.S. trade representative who wants to set the bar at 40%. So there's a lot of headlines, right? And I'm not going to say boring, because I don't want to, like, discourage you from, like, trying to get a takeaway every day. But Foot Locker's up today. Because who doesn't like keeping their feet in cold ice lockers? That's what they do, right? Oh it's all about the nba and the nfl in sports gear so funny when you have a kid you're like i hope my kid grows up to be big and strong and then as they start getting bigger you're like i hope they stay in children's shoes for a long time because adult shoes are 150 for cleats where cleats for kid are like 25 50 bucks It goes up pretty quickly. Gap down today. They had disappointing results. Again, in the world of retail investing, how much space do you have? You know Amazon's out there, and they've kind of got the Memorial Day shark music starting up when you start talking about Amazon, right? They're going to eat the competition. Man, that movie Jaws. I may have to watch that this weekend because the scenes of people running from the ocean onto the beach are fantastic. And then Saturday Night Live got us, just as we were getting ready to go back in the ocean, Saturday Night Live got us with Land Shark. You couldn't even answer your apartment door to open get a pizza without the shark. Amazon coming to get you oil prices a little bit lower. That's obviously positive, all things considered, on the market. 800 1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Memorial Day gas prices are peaking right now, obviously right ahead of Memorial Day. Roku shares jump after short seller versus call. Says he doesn't want to bet against cord cutting. Cord cutting's happening, ladies and gentlemen, and it's moving, moving, moving. It's a chugging right along. This train is coming. The move to cord cutting is real. It's a mega trend that you don't want to be short right now. I think Roku is nice in the world of does it have to be Apple No, but then it's Roku. I'm I'm not a Google Chromecast guy. I don't know why. I just there's room for a second sister in the cord cutting trend early in the party. So says one analyst. I've got a Roku and I've got an Apple. I've got an Apple TV for my nice TV and I've got a Roku for my lesser than nice TVs. Shares Roku. Moved up on this news. Just the idea of it being a mega trend cord cutting. Did, did you ever see the movie mega shark versus mega octopus or mega squid or mega donkey versus mega shark? Mega implies a big thing. You're like, did that shark just eat the Golden Gate Bridge or part of the Golden Gate Bridge? You're like, he did. You- and you're like, I wonder, I wonder if that could happen. Like I remember seeing a mega shark once jump out of the water, eat a helicopter and take a bite out of the Golden Gate Bridge. And it was a documentary, so I know it was real. It was on uh, Mega Shark versus Mega Squid or something like that. Uh, I know. Netflix out there, obviously, is the biggest winner of cord cutting. Disney's trying to bid for 21st Century Fox because they want to piece of that Netflix market cap action. Me too. I'm part of the Me Too movement. I want part of the... Oh, Me Too doesn't mean part of Netflix. Oh, good God. I always join these movements too late. I hate it.
0: Are you out of your mind?
1: So there's a good site called Cord Cutter Weekly. And it really starts to show you, like, who has the best bundles of live TV or sports. And who's got the best online um, DVRs and... It's called Cord Cutter Weekly, and it's pretty interesting. Uh, Just Google it. You'll find it. Uh, You can subscribe to it. I think they probably send two or three emails a week, and they just talk about the trend. It's good to know, as NBC once said in an after-school special, where Blossom said, now you know. Oh, and we're going to break with a little nirvana. Happy Memorial Day weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com.